everybody, and welcome to live edition, live via Zoom of the Water Cooler Podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today we are covering the insanity that is uh, Tiger King. Uh, murder, mayhem, murder? Or there was another M in there. Somewhere. Yeah, it was a second murder, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Madness. 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 <laughs> madness. Murder, mayhem, and madness. And laughter. Uh, Give them a home. Safe and warm. But the law wants to ban me. Can you tell me who's wrong? Uh, so, like I said, I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and uh, I'm going to say your name uh, and then just say hello. Rob. Hello. Corinne. Hi. <laughs> Tia. Hey. Marcelie. Howdy. Molly. Hey. Hey, we're all here. All right. Uh, so, the first thing I would say is if you enjoy the pure professionalism that you've seen up to this point, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash watercooler, W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R, and uh, toss a couple bucks, or you can just Venmo at Mike Marbach, uh, because as I say on all the podcasts we do, they only lose money. And as I've said, uh, if we do get anything, uh, half of that is going to uh, Panthera, which is a wildlife organization. All right. Aww. Yeah. Uh, so I thought about approaching this from multiple angles, uh, which uh, if you watch this documentary, they seem to also. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, is... it was four different documentaries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was murder, mayhem, and madness. And <laughs> more murder. Yeah. And more murder. And more murder. Uh, so I think the best approach is no approach. Uh, and that is to just go around uh, and I want to get your first impressions of <laughs> of things, uh, and then we will just go from go from there. Uh, Corinne, mm-hmm. since you, I think, are coming to us from the furthest away. No, I'm in oh. Jersey. Molly's the furthest away. <laughs> Molly's so mad right now. Molly's so hard. <laughs> I've, I've, wow. been, I've been at my parents' house for three weeks because my roommates, no. Um, my roommate invited friends over and I told my mom and she was like, I'll come and get you. I'll be there tomorrow at 6.45 a.m. Moms are great. Damn. Um, Molly, you see what, what had happened was I still think of you as being in Philly. That's oh, wow. Nice save, Mike. Uh, yeah. And Corinne is long gone. Um, I'm just kidding. Corinne, what did you think? What What are your initial thoughts? Uh, I guess my initial thoughts are white people. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because uh, black people, for one, could not get away with any of this, would not do any of this. And we don't like tigers up close. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, every, I think every episode I said, you know, white people crazy, probably like 10 times each episode. So I, those are my initial thoughts. <laughs> I really only remember, uh, I only watched it once. That was enough. Uh, but I really only remember one black person in the entire series. Is th- was there more? What? Was there were, one? Were they just, uh, were they you a don't remember, you don't remember Shaq? Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> O'Neal. was in Shaq. fact. Shaq was in, I think he has an IMDb credit for this. What? He, he disavowed, he had to like come out and say like, hey, I was just told there was a tiger somewhere and I went and hung out. I don't have anything to do with these people. Like, because people were getting on and they were like, how dare you support? And he's like, I didn't know the dude was all of that. I just wanted to pet some tigers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe Exotic's going to be on Shaq and a Fool. Scaring the tigers with that lazy eye. Oh, come on, Shaq. Um, yeah. Okay. See you soon. Yeah, same. I was like, yeah, all of it checked out. I was like, white people, at it again. Uh, yeah, and then um, just the insecurity and the need to master and subdue all things sacred and getting away with it. 
I was just like, wow, uh, it was a ride. And I enjoyed it from the perspective of the guy, Eric Good, who was and someone else, I think. I think it was a team documenting it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, they started off just being like, why does Carl have a snow leopard? And they had no idea it was going to have all these layers. And I, I, it was just a ride. I, should I feel guilty for enjoying this? Uh, not enjoying it, but yeah. feel guilty for watching. Because some people I know are like, I ain't watching that. No, well, they're think. wrong. They're incorrect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those people really need to understand the times we're living in and survival. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, Molly. Um, I feel like my first impression was really summed up at the start of the second episode. Um, with, uh, with I the, believe it with was Jack Plattick who said... Yeah. With the old uh, you know, arm arm chew. Uh Oof. yeah. Uh I was like, okay, all right, uh, we're in it. Uh yeah. and then I just felt like we never stopped being in it. Yeah. Uh there was very little relief from that. Um, yeah. but yeah, that that really got me. Um I think though that and then the uh the their pay were the two things that I was like, oh wow, this is this is just scary. This isn't just like wild. This is a this is scary. <laughs> you mean like how much they got per per week? Yeah. It was like 150 or 200 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. But they hey, they got free room and board. They got the pet tigers. <laughs> all the Walmart meat they could eat. <laughs> yeah, all the expired, <laughs> expired Walmart dump truck food. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, Lamal, yeah. you just brought up a, uh, another question. Uh, we still got to get to uh, myself, Marceline, and, and Rob, but I do want to ask this. Your arm gets severed from your body at your place of work. How soon do you go back? That's for anybody. Never. <laughs> you don't, you don't I, go back. <laughs> that's, I mean, you're getting a payday, like, for sure. So... Never. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you go back and you just walk by that area and just go, that's that's where my arm got chopped off. Like, I mean, I work crazy. in a place, I work in a place that it would be possible to be maimed, but um, like I work in an active rail yard, so uh, it's possible. Are you building but, the railroad? Yeah. All the live but, long day? That's right. Uh, most of the live long day. Not anymore. Um, but, uh, that's not being torn from, like the train doesn't actively pursue me and tear, tear yeah, it limbs from more. It doesn't, yeah, it more. doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't desire to end me after it. Just, it's, 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 it's a emotional. It doesn't, it doesn't care. I did something wrong if I get maimed. Yeah. So uh, never. And I, I, the thing is, and I tweeted this, that was, the least interesting thing that happened. That was, that was like <laughs> not even top ten. It was no. pedestrian. It was like, oh yeah, that. <laughs> and he took it so, like, yeah, you know, my arm got torn off, and uh, he put on an EMT jacket. Oh no, don't <laughs> put on an EMT jacket. <laughs> Said, oh my gosh. and that's 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 the best meme to come from this. Is the I will never financially recover from this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, I love the way he walks into the gift shop and it's just like, I'm just going to tell you outright that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Y'all, we got uh, everyone. Everyone who's leaving with a candle. Uh, that's on us. Uh, you know, if you could just, it, it's, there's gore everywhere. So if you could just shield your children's eyes, but don't forget that candle, y'all. Yeah. I'm also willing to share my shutter password with y'all. <laughs> uh, and I'll be on at the same time, though. Uh, Marcely, what are your thoughts? So. And I actually didn't, I wasn't planning on watching this at all. And um, if not for you, Mike, I probably wouldn't have watched it by now. Um, but so the main thing that, that popped up to me is because like I saw a whole bunch of like memes and tweets and all that stuff uh, praising Joe Exotic. And like when I watched it, I was like, this guy's a narcissistic piece of shit, just like everybody else he's dealing with. So I, I really wasn't like, understanding where all the praise and uh, glorification of him uh, came from. And and another thing that stood out to me kind of along the lines with uh, 
girl getting her, uh, her arm ripped off is I was very surprised at the amount of people who stuck by him just throughout the entire duration of the madness. And, and not only him, but all of the other crazy motherfuckers who were in, in the, the show. It was just like, people are so loyal to, to fuckery. Because they, they, they don't have any other options. Like, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, they're, all of these Tiger Kings are master manipulators exactly. and sociopaths who they prey on people who have nothing and give them, you know, shelter drugs. And, and drugs. <laughs> and other and things. Then, yeah, and other things. And then, like, those people are then like, well, now I'm devoted to this person. I can't leave. And that is, like, quintessential, like, <laughs> just Stockholm syndrome, mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob. Oh, so, um, so as a person who spent <laughs> quite a bit of time in church basements and halfway houses, um, I get it. What? I get it. Uh, I've, uh, this makes, um, like I, I can see how like a family builds around something like this, like a totally dysfunctional, but codependent. Oh, you mean like improv? Like, like it's, it's actual, it's, 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 it's unmitigated fuckery. The entire thing, the entire time I'm watching and I'm going, so who's the worst person here? Like, and it kept changing. It just kept oscillating back and forth to like, I think I've landed on, I think, oh God, there's so many, mm. but uh, oh, who's the guy with the, um, that definitely has a, uh, Jeff Lowe. I think Jeff Lowe might be the worst person yeah, in the whole thing. Yeah. Like yeah. he's like a walking Don Ed Hardy, uh, like muscle T uh, and I can't stand him. Everyone else. There's like something redeeming possibly but he's the one where i'm just like you are the worst yeah so, he's, yeah uh that is he's a not, he's not even funny when he talks that's no a, that's what it is. <laughs> no like i feel like anyone who's ever taught improv has had him in like one 101 you've taught yes like there's the one and you have to go up to matthew and be like hey man like so <laughs> none of that works anymore um, and you just need to chill or you cannot come back. Yeah. yeah. You can't make every uh, woman you're in a scene with a stripper. No. And then they... try to make them like, and then marry three of them and lure them up to your room with tigers and suitcases. Like get the uh, fuck out of here. Terrible. Uh, I have a list of questions uh, to kind of facilitate things here a little bit. Um, as far as my first impression or my overall impression of this is, uh, I would equate it to the final season of Game of Thrones. Uh, There was way too much going on. Uh, The characters are colliding in ways uh, that are both too easy and too ridiculous. It doesn't have so much better than the last season. I was going to say. uh, In terms of how it's set up, uh, there's no satisfying ending to just about any of the storylines other than Joe kind of going to jail, but not for what you really expect. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a shit show. Yeah. I just heard today, there's one more episode coming out. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Is it is it released already? No, it's a, no. Uh, it's a bonus episode. Oh my episode. God. And I feel like, I, I wouldn't, see, I wouldn't compare it to Game of Thrones though. You know, you because like, this, this feels like, this felt like a roller coaster ride that was very quick and had a lot of loops and turns. And rather than ending the track just ends and we're still riding it. <laughs> we're still flying. Some say we still are. Yeah. Yes. I, I am still, I still think about this show every day without the internet. <laughs> and whereas game of Thrones, like that was just a hard stop. It, like, yeah. I have, I have like whiplash. It was like the was, park disappeared. Yeah. Around us. Okay. I will, I will, See, so Game of Thrones. You, and you're wrong, Michael. You know what? <laughs> Shutting it down. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we got Kat from London, just wasted. Hit uh, the Patreon, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the first question I have, uh, it's kind of touched on a little bit already, and that is a kind of two-sided question. And I'm going to start with um, uh, Molly on this. Uh, who 
is the worst person slash are there any good people? Okay. Um, I think uh, Doc Annell is the worst. Yes, I agree. For me. I think Jeff Lowe knows he's not a good person. And for me, that's a redeemable quality about him. <laughs> like he's a fucked up guy. Awareness. But he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a fucked up guy. Doc Annell is like, I'm God, uh, mm-hmm. by the way. My favorite answer, though, was when he was asked about how many wives he had, and he just said, I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, and, yeah, good good people. For me, I, Jury's still out, but I have to say Rick Kirkham is up there for me, the producer. As I don't in know why. one of the worst, like the worst? No, I no. think as a, as a as redeemable a, guy. Okay. Who was just like, I was just here. Although I don't know what the whole drama is with the arson and if he, where he But he's crazy. Yeah, he is crazy. Yeah, but, but that's okay. There can be nice, crazy people. Exactly. I think that's oh, where no. I landed on him. <laughs> uh, I, was, Rick, I was okay with him. Uh, just a quick bit about Rick uh, Kirkham. Uh, he was on Inside Edition uh, as a um, as a reporter, uh, correspondent, or something on there, uh, and got into a whole lot of trouble for drug use to the point mm-hmm. where a documentary was made about him uh, <laughs> called TV Junkie. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, so an, well, an, an, an evenly it. delivered documentary, I'm sure. Yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good. Above it's, the board. Uh, Corinne, I saw some some nods of agreement. Uh, yeah. From Molly's answer, what do you got? Yeah, I feel like I feel like Doc is probably the most dangerous of everybody. Um. I, and I don't know why. I just feel uneasy whenever he is on screen. <laughs> Maybe it's the ponytail. Maybe it's the foreign women who follow him around. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but there's just something about him that I'm just like, you, you're bad. Like, he, he runs a cult. Yeah. That's yes. a cult. absolutely the most cult-like of any of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cults are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that, I guess, I guess it, the the guy that watched what's his face shoot himself. Mm-hmm. The campaign. I think oh, the campaign manager. Yes, he's the yeah. one I empathized with the most. Just because, like that, he did not sign up for any of this. That <laughs> he video. Did. He did sign up for it, but he did it. Yeah. No, that that closed circuit TV video of him, like when it like literally when it was aimed on him when it was happening, is chilling. Mm-hmm. My only yeah. beef with him is that he does not say that's the worst thing, he, like moment he experienced. Like he says something, it was like something with the election or like Joe yell. I don't know. It was some comparatively yeah. mundane moment. Yeah. Like, but he know. could also be like dis- disassociating things yeah. too. Yeah. Lock that shit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that just a, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> I feel very bad for him. Uh, Marcelli, yeah. best or worst? Uh, I don't, I guess for the sake of not being repetitive, I'll say Don definitely is the first, but maybe after Don, uh, I think Carol's current husband, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There's something about him that made me really uneasy. Was it the singing? (laughs) The singing was horrendous. Um, and I felt like he was kind of a droid and I felt the, the first time we were introduced to him. And he was like following behind Carol, mm-hmm. and she was just like, "Oh, like, oh, you're still following me." I was just yeah. like, "All right, there's, there's something." You want to give this tour? <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, the dynamics of this relationship are yeah. fucked. And what was the deal with them in like Tarzan Jane costumes? Yes, even Halloween. Mm-mm. No, they're wedding photos where he's on the chain on the beach, like a tiger. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to know. I want to know one if he has kids and two. If he does what they think about this whole marriage, mm. quote unquote, because okay. she's this also feels like a manipulative thing. <laughs> like he yeah. he seems like he is brainwashed. Yeah. So. I watched an interview with him and where he speaks out about how manipulated they feel by the producers of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just speaks to how wonderful Carol is as a partner. And he says in their 15 years together, they have never had an argument and that they make decisions together every week. Uh, Every single week they make decisions. And Carol's behind the camera saying. (laughs) Yeah. Carol's behind the camera. 
<laughs> She's pointing at the septic tank going, yeah. <laughs> you don't want this smoke. You yeah, don't. Yeah. Waving some sardine oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tia. Um, worst, best. Worst, worst, best. Um, Jeff grosses me out. Just the way he was. I mean, mm. and I know there's been arguments about his wife kind of being along with it because they're swingers and all that kind of stuff. But the way he talks about women and he's, he just creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say he is the worst person for me, but they're all horrible. <laughs> well, let's not get that twisted. Uh, and then, you know what? I'm going to take a little detour here and I'm going to say the best person or people thanks are the animals. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The real victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this just in uh, <laughs> from Kath. All the way from London, apparently Joe has an adult son and three grandkids, according to Joe's niece. Wow. Joe Exotic? Uh, I don't know. Wait, Joe Biden, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Joe Biden right now? In a basement in Delaware. <laughs> Hashtag where's Biden? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah, Kathy. Leave him wherever he is. Talking about there, I'm guessing it's Joe. Uh, Joe Exotic. Or, which, um, I wonder if she meant Don, Carol's husband. Yeah. We we're just talking about yet. Yeah. Uh, Rob. Best uh, oh, Joe Exotic. Kath says yes. Joe Exotic. Yeah. yeah. What a that's a scoop. <laughs> um, I think yeah. though. I mean, I, I definitely said. Uh, you know, I already said that Jeff Lowe seems to me, maybe not the worst, like objective morally person but the person i think if i was in a room with i would least enjoy the experience is joe jeff Lowe. but um i think that um yeah i think uh, yeah doc antle is it's like a different kind like doc antle might be evil like actually like the, the the traditional Judeo-Christian uh, definition <laughs> of evil um, because just of all the manipulation and then the, um, the woman whose name is escaping me who like escaped that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And then I think the best person I, I like, I, I I'm sure he's got some skeletons and also a, I think an, an ICP themed uh, all-terrain vehicle, but um, John Renke, uh, the the gentleman who lost both both legs. Oh yeah, he was like yeah. the moral compass of the show for me. It was like he was like, look, I did this shit, but I recognize now. Yeah, and I was just trying to keep the animals going. Um, he 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 came off as a if not a good person, a um a likable uh character in this. Yeah, he, he's our voice of reason. Yes, he's yeah. he's true neutral. The man with no legs is our voice of reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if they were saying Throughout the this. people who have some type of or missing limbs are the best people in the show. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Which is terrible. Both, Cripples, both yeah. those dudes are okay. broken things. Uh, uh, they, they, say. They, they killed all the alligators. Joe <laughs> did that shit. Such a, such a detour. But Joe did that shit. I'm convinced <laughs> that Joe. So? Yeah, because I think he Absolutely. realized that. I think when he realized that, uh, I believe the narrative that um, that all the footage for the reality show that was going to happen was in there. And when he realized that he actually signed the contract that he wouldn't really see much of that, uh, and um, and and Rick Kirk, Kirkham uh, mm-hmm. was going to get that, I think he said, "Well, this will work. I can." I can claim that Carol Baskin sabotaged me and I can not have this thing come out that I don't have any piece of and claim insurance. And I think it, I think it checked a lot of boxes for extremely suspicious activity. Yeah. And he seemed super shady when he was like filming after (laughs) that, he was like doing different takes and he was like, let's do that one over. Let's do that one over. We got to do that one over. And he just didn't seem like he genuinely cared about those alligators dying at all. When he was no, like, because they were uh, tigers. He's not the alligator king. Uh, he might have rescued the alligators. Like maybe he mm. didn't kill them. Maybe there's someone. Oh, oh no, they had Where bodies. They were carrying bodies. Oh shoot! They were carrying alligator bodies out. Uh, no, one of the things not. that uh, that I came across was that <laughs> the uh, the GW Zoo uh, was originally a um, a plot of land that he bought, which was like a, where horses roamed. Uh, and he gradually killed the horses 
and fed them to the tigers. Uh, so I think alligators is is probably likely as well. Uh, that's the horses of the swamp. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, Doc Anto is my uh, my worst person, but I think that Joe Exotic is definitely up there. My any good people uh, answer would be John Finley, I think his name was. He was the guy who is now me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe's first husband. Yeah, for all the, oh, yeah. the, the teeth issues. Who, by the way. Oh, never also, mind. The first uh, one they introduced in the show. Uh, also uh, found out that uh, the guy with the very spaced out teeth, Meth Mouth, as uh, the one of the people who said it, uh, has now gotten a full set of teeth. God bless. Uh, and to him. he got this during the filming, but the produ- he said the producers refused to use the footage of him with a full set of teeth, uh, which exactly. understandable. <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> there's, some definite, there's some definite fuckery going on on the producer side. I mean, I was around the reality TV world for a while, and like you can see it all over this that sure. like this is a very produced with an agenda. Uh, production as well and and they got a lot of shit wrong that they're getting flack for they um uh they misgendered saf throughout the entire uh throughout the entire thing mm-hmm. which is bullshit he uh saf identifies uh, as as a man and, and uses he him pronouns and the entire time they're just like fucking that up so that's bullshit yeah so th- there's like no good people involved in this and yet we cannot look away yeah, yeah it is a reality show with because you have the internet show that Joe Exotic does, which yep. is being filmed by a reality TV show producer for to create the Tiger King series, which is being filmed by the people that are putting together the Tiger King documentary. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much shit at work here. Kind of ridiculous. This has got uh, layers like a good biscuit. Yeah. Uh, so... What, let's like just, a grand biscuit. A grand biscuit. Jump to this one. And you can sound off in the uh, in the chat here too. Uh, did Carol kill her husband? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of nods. Yes. <laughs> I have not. I, I have. I have encountered in all my quarantine digital discussions one person of dozens who doesn't think that she did, yeah. and the only reason was the, the evidence is circumstantial. Yeah, it was Carol. Uh, um, he thought that the evidence was circumstantial. Uh, and and I'm just like, yeah, but I'm not a court. And I don't have to factor any of that in. Like, I don't think she necessarily fed him to tigers. But she definitely killed a motherfucker. Like, she might have... She might have gotten him. hit. Like somebody else might have done it. But she definitely knows what happened to him. She breaking bad him? Dissolve uh, <laughs> the body. Yeah, yeah. No. in a tub and it collapsed. <laughs> there's, there's someone in the chat. Carol, I didn't do a Baskin. Carol, are you there? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> oh no, mom's the word. It just says we're next. That's really weird. <laughs> That's wild. No, I um, I was gonna say, I think she. I think she either did it or she was a part of making it happen. Like she might have, I don't know, knocked a particular domino piece down that led to him dying. Yeah. Because yeah. something something's off about Carol Baskin. If, if I were if I were writing the Carol Baskin's lifetime movie, this is how it would happen. He's in there feeding Not a without tiger. my tigers. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like in in one of the tiger cages or whatever feeding the tigers and i think much like someone might have put some perfume on joe exotic's shoe i think the tiger smelled something on his shoe and attacked him and he's like crying for help and she's just like watching with a glass of wine she's like like Cersei watching the except blow up. <laughs> yeah yeah that's how i would write it so like did she actually do something that could get wow. her convicted. No, but did she like watch it happen and let it happen for sure? Molly, uh, what evidence do you have? Because you came out with a clear yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what is your what is your evidence? State your case. My, uh, okay, so I tried to really hold off on believing <laughs> it to try and stay as partial. I was like, I know what they want me to do, and I'm going to hold off for my girl Carol. And uh, but. Her interviews with the press shortly after she lost her husband were 
it was very bizarre. At one point she was just, she seemed emotional for once and was mm. saying how it's just been so hard on her. And I was thinking, oh, that's like, she lost her husband. If she didn't do it, that's terrible. Uh, and then she was just like, it's just been so hard, you know, and I just want my name cleared. Like it was just entirely about her position as the suspect. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. She never yeah. once did she say something about being sad that her husband was gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there was, cause they showed the interviews, uh, like two or three interviews over a larger, longer span of time. And it was like the same wording, the same thing mm-hmm. from interview to interview. He wanted me to get, you know, up early, 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 go to, you know, hop on. You know, it was just, everything was the same. Uh, it was so rehearsed mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts? Anybody? I think- I think the biggest, most damning thing was the way that the the uh, the um, power of attorney documents yeah. were were filled out, where it was like, in the event of my death or disappearance, it's like that's, <laughs> and even the lawyer was like, oh uh, yeah, uh, that's the first time I've ever seen that. Uh, so uh. my years, yeah. Can we yeah. just quickly uh, give a big old shout out to the lawyer's very fun tie? Oh yeah, <laughs> he, you know what? He's the best one in this series. He's he's just. I'm just an old-fashioned lawyer. <laughs> was it a if he was a cartoon, he'd be a big chicken. Yeah. Uh, Corinne, uh, you may have, you, you got yourself a gig because, Carol, I didn't do it. Baskin uh, wants to hire you for uh, for their Lifetime movie. So there you go. Okay. All right. Uh, um, just don't I, I guess kill to me write if it. I get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I guess to write it doesn't specify. You might just be like the key grip or something. I'm not uh, sure. Actually, I'm going to start in it oh, as okay. Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right. Uh, another question. Is Carol any better than any of the others when it comes to these animals? Marsley. Nope. nope. Marsley, why? Nope. She's not. Nope. Because she was doing the same exact shit that they were. She just wanted possession of them to put them in the same tight-ass cages, treat them the same way that everybody else is doing them. And she was uh, just as much of an egomaniac and a sociopath as the rest of them. She killed her husband, damn it. (laughs) Anybody else? I think the the only... If if I'm like playing total devil's advocate here, the only difference that I can tell is that eventually she stopped breeding them. And that's the big difference. Like all the other ones still bred tigers and ligers and, and were selling them. And she she when she went from a breeder to her hello, all you cool cats and kittens phase, uh, she stopped doing that and then only existed so that these animals that were bred and could no longer be cared for by the people who bought them and gave them up had a place to just live out their days. But that place, like the documentary made it seem like her situation for those cats was worse than Joe exotics. And if that's the case, like it's the documentary made it seem like, like they had smaller enclosures and and worse conditions. And so like, I guess if you consider she's not breeding them and actively creating more animals in captivity. That, that is better, but it's, she's certainly not a saint. Yeah. Yeah. And she I, killed her I, husband. I mean, I will say I did visit bigcatrescue.org backslash truth, uh, <laughs> uh, which has a lot of details about everything the documentary got wrong, um, which uh, was an interesting ride, but I feel like she's just somebody who caught wind of like the rescue wave before everybody else. She was just like, Oh, people are going to figure out that this probably isn't the best thing we should be doing. And I'm just Mm going to switch gears and now I'm rescuing them. Yeah, sure. Like I just feel like, yeah, just put a different spin on the same thing. Yeah. um, To get ahead of it. Uh, Speaking of big cat rescue, which is the entire point of this. uh, Tia, didn't you say that someone uh, you know, volunteered there? My sister. What? Wow. Yeah. So she was watching the documentary and uh, as she was watching it, she uh, used to work at Paul Mitchell in Tampa, in Tampa, Florida. And they had uh, like a day where they had to volunteer and send out different groups. So her group was like the pet club within Paul Mitchell and Big Cat Rescue was just over the bridge and they all went and volunteered there but she she said she never met carol which is understandable mm-hmm. because carol does not know any of her volunteers <laughs> until they've been there for like 10 years yeah, yeah. 
Meanwhile, Doc Antle marries them, and they've been there. <laughs> Thank God my sister did not go to Doc Antle slash R. Kelly. Oh, She'd have a totally different name now and be playing <laughs> drums very poorly. Uh, there is so much to dislike about Doc, but I think one of the things that I dislike the most is that couch. <laughs> that fuck couch? It's, a, it's, it's not even, I wouldn't even, it's not a couch. That's not a couch. That's a fucking bed. It's a huge bed. I hate it. Anywho. Just, uh, can you imagine what those baby tigers have witnessed in that place? Just the debauchery. <sighs> Poor, debauchery. Poor tigers. Yeah. Poor yeah. tigers. Tigers are having a real tough yeah. 2020. Tigers saw a man that day. Now tigers are getting COVID. Yeah. Oh, wait, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. tigers got COVID. Bronx Zoo. Bronx Zoo tiger. No. Damn. Uh, I got another question for you. Uh, it's 2016. You can do it all over again. Are you voting for Joe Exotic? Or what's our options? <laughs> for president? <laughs> I would rather have Joe in office than who we have right now. So that's why I'm like, what are our options? Not me. <laughs> Sorry, I can't agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Never Trump. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's, re- that's really testing the never Trump line. Right yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I could just die. <laughs> also, I think yeah. he had the same motivation for running as Trump did. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The only thing is that Trump actually won, kind of. Um, all yeah, right. The campaigns weren't that much different. They really weren't. Right? They weren't. <laughs> yeah. They weren't. I will say. Um, I read on the internet that people are comparing Carol to Hillary Clinton. What? Yeah. They were like, does it, does it Carol remind you of anyone? And just in their dislike, I think a lot of his like sexist and stuff too, but for sure. her tigers. yeah, they're saying that Carol is basically the Hillary Clinton of that world. And but like, Carol killed her husband. Yeah. <laughs> and Hillary did not. No. Very Famously did not. Famously did not take the chance to kill her husband. I mean, but Hillary is also known for her flower crown, so. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk a real quick second on the Carol Baskin about I have never seen casting as successful as the casting of the Here Kitty Kitty video. Yo. That was her. That was it the was best diss track I've seen all year. It, <laughs> it was insane how much that woman looked like Carol Baskin. Like, the fact that this dude did music videos is, and that's an that's aside from everything else. Yeah. Yet it played such a huge part in this entire series. It's just so fucking weird. They were so weird. The songs were good. Oh, um, but he, he, he was not the singer. The no, best. he's not the singer. That is, oh, that, that did leak. him. There is <laughs> some, there is some discussion as to how much he was involved in writing. Yeah, the songs, but a local band did all the tracks, and then I guess he went in the studio and sang over their vocal tracks and they just lowered it to a just about <laughs> as far as you can to, to still get him a credit. Oh, they did the um, same thing. Oh. They but he did direct the videos and he those videos. Yeah. for his lights. Yeah. They did the same thing for Bohemian Rhapsody and Remy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how that worked. Uh, yeah. Yikes. The, the fact that that music video, like, I, I, I love the fact that he didn't sing these things himself, but if he yeah. did, because those those were so much, not wholesome, because the one was about his, Carol feeding her husband to uh, tigers, but th- he had something going on there, but he was still so focused on murdering this woman and uh, treating mistreating tigers. Yeah. Uh, so with, with like, I would love to know if there was anybody around him that being like, hey, maybe you should really just think about the singing thing. Maybe there's something to that. The amount of self-incrimination that he did just across the board, uh, across all media, he was just... I want to see, I want to see the sketch of this band getting these lyrics. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) I get up, I go to work. (laughs) That's my favorite, by the way. That's my favorite of the tracks. Yeah. 
I can't get the um, I saw Tiger. It's a bop, <laughs> and I, I got that song stuck in my head. I tried to find it on I tried to find it on Spotify. It is not there, which is insane. When you when you and Alana renew your vows, she should walk down the aisle to that. <laughs> no lie, no lie. Katie and I, Katie and I were like, if we had gotten married this year. We would have absolutely played I Saw Tiger as like a joke slow dance. Like it, it would have happened. <laughs> oh my God. There are, there are people that want to see Joe Exotic freed from prison. Can any of you explain to me why? Because I know there are, there are like some famous people too. Like, wasn't Cardi B one yeah. of the people that came out as like, free Joe? <laughs> uh, she doesn't know better. Cardi doesn't know, but Cardi's Cardi, a criminal herself. Bless so. her heart. Bless her heart. I think, I mean, maybe it's just like, I don't know, conjecture. That, like, I, I, think, I think what people are most, I think where a lot of people are coming from is that he doesn't deserve to be in jail any more than anybody else. Right. Yeah, and okay. no one else is in jail right now. If everyone was in jail, it would be cool. Yeah. He's about to take all, they all need to go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's about to Takashi 6 9 this whole thing, though. Like, I hope he does. He's, he's, right there. There. Wait, he's about he's, to start rapping? You no, know, you know, he's going to snitch on everybody. <laughs> and I cannot wait. I want to read the book. I, he, he better be writing one or, or yeah. having somebody else write it and then just singing over top. I'm sure he'll be in the, the bonus episode that's going to be released. Uh, but Carol came out and said that she's not uh, on board with that. Uh, Carol and both Doc, I think, have come out against the documentary saying that shit was staged and they presented them in, in a bad light. Uh, well, they've got everything to lose. They're still yeah. operating right. their organizations. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right. And uh, Jeff is loving it, though. He's like, y'all paying attention to me. Y'all spent hours of your day looking at me. Like he's, I I saw him on Instagram. He's very happy with the attention and he's hashtagging all of his photos, Tiger King. So he loves it. I'm a criminal. I've been a criminal. I'm going to be the rest of my life. (laughs) Jeff, Jeff could show up to the Pawn Stars shop and those guys would be like, you're a little much. (laughs) Uh, He is still apparently wanted for crimes in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, who isn't? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. He didn't stay there, though. Uh, um, with yes, Tia. what Mike said just now, or about uh, people going to jail, and even what Karen said. Um, what What are people's thoughts on Alan? Which one's Alan? Alan is the guy who did not like Joe, but they said that Joe paid him to go kill Carol. Yeah, but they oh, never they guy? hated each other. He was the supposed hitman that just like almost did it and then was like, nah. Yeah. Yeah, for like three thousand dollars, he was yeah. gonna kill a person. Seems like I mean, as far as the documentary is concerned, I have no issues with Alan. I feel yeah. like he's a criminal. He he knows he's a criminal. Yeah. He didn't he didn't end up killing anybody in that particular documentary. I'm sure he killed <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has blood on his hands from Yeah. Old dried blood, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, like he, he was just a pawn. Like, I feel like there are people who are just pawns in this giant scheme that, like, are not innocent. They're innocent bystanders in, like, this nonsensical farce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think he, yeah, he's one of them. And uh, the best haircut in the show is another one, uh, James Garretson, the guy that oh, got taken down by a lemur. Is that the walking Chucky dog dude? Yes, yeah. yes, that's the dude on the Wave Runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is the most, the most like just glamorous epic shot in the entire oh. documentary is him on that Wave Runner. I was getting eastbound and down vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> let's say that uh, Joe gets out of jail. Let's say he gets out of jail today, tonight. What is he doing? Hmm. What well, his husband probably social distancing. I hope. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, we, yeah. Uh, what was I that, hope Molly? he does the socially responsible thing. What happened to his husband? The last we saw of him, they were, were talking Dylan. every day. Yeah, on the phone. the younger one. Yeah, the new yeah, one. Yeah, the new one who was like mm-hmm. who seemed the most in love with him of all of and them. And the current operator yeah. of his of his newly resurrected Twitter account, I believe. 
I believe that his youngest husband is currently running his Twitter. His youngest uh, husband. <laughs> his youngest, he, he got husband. at least two that the documentary, well, three that the documentary showed, one who took his own life with a, a Ruger. And was uh, not gay. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. They can, there's a spectrum. Yeah. yeah. People, I love how they were all like, those boys weren't gay after all. It's like, they are probably both like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I don't know I mean, either. Yeah, not to judge, you know, people who get heavily into drugs, but depending on, I guess, the circumstance, uh, it seemed to me like they initially were not, and they were just like, fuck it, I'll do anything for a place to stay and some drugs. And Yeah. You know. There's 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 manipulation going on all sure. across. This is just like a, a big manipulation parade yeah. uh, on this show. So who the hell knows? I'm just saying there's a lot of, there's a lot of things in between. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. The, yeah, this, this documentary also is pretty yes. fire erasure. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Crystal meth is a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll get you uh, by the horns. Anyone else? He gets out of jail. What's he doing? I mean. I think he, he starts a TikTok. <laughs> cameos. Um, cameos yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, cameo for sure. Mm, he would like make Like $500 a pop. I would buy one. <laughs> um, How much you think you can get on Cameo? Five hundred a pop, easy. Well, I think I, th- I think he could. I think to start, he could easily get five hundred. I think it would eventually go down when the next documentary comes along. But yeah, if if Brad from the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen can get three hundred, Joe Exotic can get five. No Don't idea. come at Brad. I'm not. Oh, I stand, Brad, and the entire test kitchen. I am. Yes, I was just a little shocked at the price tag for Brad. <laughs> Molly is also very expensive. Yeah. Uh, another question: uh, Who started that fire? Talk a little bit about. Oh, it. I thought we answered that, Joe. Joe. Joe, I think Joe did. Yeah, Joe. Without a doubt, I think Joe. Definitely Joe. (laughs) Know that we didn't start that fire. Yes. We didn't start the fire. Uh, (laughs) Joe Exotic, Tim Stark, Dylan Passage, Lauren Lowe. (laughs) Not bad. Uh, So you are outside of one of those uh, cages. Joe is inside. He gets. Tiger's got him by the foot. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody put some perfume on the damn boot. You going in to help him? Oh, I'm going yeah. to sleep. <laughs> oh no! I mean, he's a human being. I think my instincts would kick in. What would well, you do, you, Rob? I, I'd probably like try to attempt and be like, "Oh, hey, you got this," hey. and then I like <laughs> shake. I don't know. I don't know. The most I would do is throw a piece of meat in there, maybe in the opposite direction, so he has an opportunity to get up and like crawl away, but. I don't know. That's it. Kind of deserves it. But as he was dying, I would I would shout, "Carol Baskin confessed!" <laughs> as, as like he was dying, just to like give him some peace on his oh, way out. Rob, like even if it wasn't nice. real, that's very sweet of you, Rob. You got to give somebody. I mean, in their last hour, in the last moments, you got to give comfort. <laughs> that's true. But you can spray the tigers or lions with water. Remember Jeff did that when he was in the cage. So I would yes. I would help Joe, but I wouldn't go in the cage. I'd be like. Here, kitty, 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 or I don't know. I would distract the lions. Joe had yeah. a gun on him, didn't he? Yeah, didn't I uh, that's why I'm not he going did. anywhere. I'm turning. I'm more scared of being in a cage with Joe than I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're not a mattress. You're, he's, he's not a threat to you. <laughs> but okay. I, no, I'm turning away so I don't see anything gross and running. Right. Well, here's a question: Is there any other way he'd want to go? Oh, well, no. yeah, under under one of his lovers, probably. Oh, God. Or on top. With the series. Yeah. He might be the things he loves most. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. He's a romantic, I'm just saying. Sure. Sure. Can I just say I've never been as proud of anything that I've ever done as Joe was of the, like, sex clothing <laughs> that he sold in the, in the gift shop. <laughs> Nothing I've ever accomplished has made me as proud as he was of those dragon thongs. This one's leopard print. <laughs> you want to know what our bestseller is? You'll never guess. It's You'll this section guess. over here. <laughs> it's not our DVD-CD hybrid. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, if anybody who is uh, watching or listening has any questions, you can throw those into the chat right now. Uh, <laughs> I would add, content. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, so Doc Anto was <laughs> accused of killing the Cubs once they, rece- they, they reached a oh, certain yeah. age. Is, is that what you think happened? Or do you think that he kind of, okay, everybody's just like, yep. I wouldn't put anything past that monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I hate him. He's the worst. Yeah. And you got it like a, 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 a glimpse of how he is when he was being so controlling to the director and the crew. Oh, yeah. you know, and that was, so imagine how he is when they're not around. So mm-hmm. he's. Yeah. One of my favorite moments, though, is when they they do like the whole thing on Doc, and you see how terrible he is, and you just learn all of these terrible, terrible things about him, and then it's just a hard cut to Joe Exotic saying, "Yeah, I'd say Doc Annell's one of my biggest role models." That's like that's like in Chappelle's show when he's like, "What do you think I did? I just going around uh, stomping on people's couches." Uh, You know, I got more sense than that. Yeah, I remember stomping on his couch. Uh, we got a question from anonymous attendee. Thanks for coming, anonymous. Uh, do you think Joe actually loved his husbands or just used them? I, it's tricky, right? Combination of both. I think he wanted the companionship. He loved the companionship. He needed the companionship. Um, and I think when it comes to like people who are narcissistic and sociopathic, they need people around them to kind of do stuff for them, um, free of charge, which pretty much was the case with him and everybody else who was collecting cats. But I think the love came, the love was very conditional from my perspective. It's that's what it seems. Mm -hmm. There's like a backstory um, with Joe. So apparently his first husband uh, died um, of some complications. Uh, I think it was HIV related in the hospital parking lot in Joe's arms. And by what I read on the internet, they said that after that, that was so devastating to Joe that he purposefully sought out young men who were emotionally unavailable because his first husband, it was just so traumatic. I mean, and obviously there's like a lot of trauma, like Carol's been through trauma, Joe's been through trauma. So all of that. So I think uh, going back to Mars's point, yeah, I think it's complicated and probably a little bit, but I, I think he was more self-serving than anything else and to I the think- chat person. I think love and codependency can look and feel very similar. And I think this is like textbook codependency, right? Like everyone was doing this to get something and that can feel like love when that scratches that itch, whether it's like companionship or drugs or, 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 or survival or, or whatever. So I think if you asked, yeah, I think if you asked any of them, like they might say love and believe it and like, if that's true to them, that's true. That's for sure. But not love in the selfless, sacrificial sense. Love in the selfish, uh, codependent sense. I would. And nobody. Yeah. I don't think anybody really loves their partners on this show. <laughs> Looking at it yeah. through that lens, yeah. Carol, Carol's no, husband loves no. her. <laughs> yeah. Carol's husband does love her. He does love her. That's true. Jeez. Does he, or is he just? scared because it's just the, the he's just the number that, one cool cat and kitten here's the here's the deal uh so she is already accused of killing her first husband uh or it's it's out there as if she she's she's basically done so but there was the husband or the lover that was in between that guy don lewis i think his name was and this baskin guy who got a restraining order out on her and feared because he feared for his life I thought that was Don. No. Yeah. Somebody in between. Yeah, there's a whole section of people that I think the documentary just didn't cover at all. Mm -hmm. That's why we need another one. (laughs) (laughs) More aggregating. Another question. uh, This one from Kath from all the way across the pond. Uh, Is this the blackfish for big cats? Which I'm not sure. No. That means? The, oh, Blackfish the, is the Orca documentary. Yeah. Okay. Um, that like, yeah. Go ahead, Molly. Mal- oh yeah. This that's how the producers pitched it to everyone. So like, Howard Baskin talks a lot about this. Um, that like, when the producers came and they had been approached by so many people, they like confirmed that it wouldn't be about Joe Exotic. That it was that 
it was about the big cats and that whole issue and everything. And they did a bunch of research into the producers and one of them had done like turtle rescue. So they ended up agreeing to it because they were under the impression that it would be this sort of blackfish thing. Um, only to then be very, very upset that it is the Joe exotic story essentially. And yeah, Carol Baskin being implicated. So, yeah. So I don't think they, I think they maybe sought out on that originally. And then we're like, well, this is more interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I, I, that's it, what I was saying in the beginning. Like, I think that this started like probably with that in mind, right? Like an expose on the big cat industry and stuff like that. But I don't think it does. I don't think it did big cats as big of a favor as it could have because through the telling of the story, you're getting these big giant personalities that are just taking center stage. And it really kind of felt like the cats I disagree. were. Uh-uh. Go ahead. I disagree because I think if it were Blackfish, nobody would have watched it. Sure. And I think a lot of people are now more aware of the BS because I had no idea that there were oh, big sure. cats in Oklahoma just chilling. Yeah. So I think like, I think it has brought a lot of awareness to this apparently huge issue that none of us knew about so yeah uh, that brings I, up another wild on second, question Robin. of like yeah. uh, so looking up some things uh, there are 5,000 tigers living in the United States only 6% of them are in zoos uh, and globally there are more in cages than in the wild mm-hmm. that's fucked up yeah uh, so research oh, your Research some uh, wildlife foundations. There's a World Wildlife uh, Fund uh, and Panthera, which I was talking about earlier, um, because I'm not sure that any of them are absolutely perfect. Uh, but find one that you feel uh, hits your your sweet spot as far as things you care about and uh, help out, because this shit's fucked up. There is really like a whole nother America that. <laughs> Like I'm, we are all so far <laughs> away from and so distant from, and like they all voted for Trump. It's crazy. I was gonna say, <laughs> what, which America? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, so we can oh. start wrapping wrapping up here. I just want to go around, give your uh, your final thoughts. Oh wait, hang on, Rob. Did you have something else? I I just had a quick question that kind of tied into that, like what people thought about would this be the cultural phenomenon for what, you know, for lack of a better word that it has become, if we were not all indoors, like it, it, I'm sure it wouldn't be as big, but it would it have, would it have been, would it have been even anything if we weren't all indoors? Cause this, this came through like a brush fry or a brush fire. I think it would have just not as quick. Right. Yeah. I think like people would have like slowly been like, yo, you need to watch this. Yeah. Because yeah. like now, this and Animal Crossing, all... it was like a perfect storm for them. <laughs> yeah, I know damn well I wouldn't have watched the shit. So, <laughs> yeah, got me. Yeah, you're welcome, Marcelie. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, quick round of final final thoughts. I have a final thought. What do you got, Tia? Because we we did not talk about this. Yeah. Um, this is not to shame this person. It is just to say, hey, she kind of tried to sugarcoat this story. So Nebraska Avenue, this is when Carol supposedly met Don and he, she, he said, oh, put the gun to my, my head. And they spent the night together. Um, in Florida, Nebraska Avenue is where people go if they need a particular service. Uh, and my, my future brother-in-law says they call Nebraska nothing but ass, bra. <laughs> oh, so well, that's, she, that's a fun. Oh it's good branding. Shout out to John Luke. Anyway, um, but she tried to make her story when she met Don seem all romantic, but I think she was just hanging out and they spent the night together and she was working them streets, Julia Roberts style. Um, so no one talked about that. Just wanted to let y'all know. That's sure. uh, wow. some behind the scenes sure. on Florida. Rob? Um, I, I, I was like a late adopter to this. Like it had been out for a few days and people were talking about it and I didn't think I was going <laughs> to like few it. Days. That's a late adopter. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, you guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Dude, I just got threatened. <laughs> <laughs> By Carol. I'm so oh, yeah. Carol. No. Carol. See you yeah, next. Coming after you. Carol Baskin. 
Tell the truth, Carol. Okay. I got I got a move lifetime movie deal. You got a desperate. She's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Rob, your final thought. Um. I, I, so I was a late adopter of this in terms of I didn't see it like I saw it a few days after, and I've watched it twice now, mostly to like prepare for this. But um, yeah, it's it, it's one of those stories that I'm surprised could even be told because there's just there, it's it is stranger than fiction. Like it, it's it's. So I am very curious where this goes. Um, I don't think, uh, I, I think, I'm curious how much Joe can monetize this because there's like laws about what you can monetize based on crimes that you've committed. Um, but we have not seen the last of this crew. I, I bet you Viacom's calling all of them right now to put him in a, uh, a an apartment together for a summer. Uh, and I would watch it. Yeah. Uh, Molly. Um. I would say my overwhelming thought from the entire uh, miniseries is um, Carol Baskin needs to put on her helmet when she rides her bike. (laughs) Uh, That really annoyed me. She rode with her helmet on her handlebar the entire time of her leopard bike. Um, (laughs) And I just think that really summed up everything about all of these people. Yeah. Was that they had better options right in front of them. (laughs) <laughs> never took them yeah checks out corinne um i guess my final thought is um john b from s-town ran so that joe exotic could fly partially <laughs> <laughs> Um, so there was a moment and I, I forgot to mention this earlier. There was a moment, I, I think it must've been like 10, 15 minutes in, uh, of the documentary where they were talking to Carol, part of my, my stash, uh, they were talking to Carol and she was saying like, I never really had friends. I never had friends. All I had was two imaginary cats. And then they cut right to her talking with like two statue cats, uh, next to her, two white statue cats. And I was like, this is, she, she's crazy as fuck. And then like everybody in the entire documentary is crazy, crazy as fuck. And I, I think my final thoughts are just that like, I don't know what I alluded to earlier is that there is so Whoa. such a part of America that uh, I am so out of touch with. And um, I think I don't necessarily ever want to be in touch with that America in person ever in my yeah. life. Yeah, uh, I mean, wait, that, that, isn't it also crazy that she's allergic to cats? She's allergic yeah. to cats. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. insane. Carol Baskin. Yes. 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 She says because she said she had two imaginary cats because she couldn't have a real cat as a kid because she's allergic to cats. Who calls Bonkers. her out for not being good with the cats? Like somebody's like, yeah, she's not actually that great at it. Her ex-husband, who she murdered. <laughs> Don septic tank. I think it was one of the other Tiger Kings. Yeah. Uh, like Doc or uh, uh There was also, like, there's so much going on in this. There's there's no way we can properly discuss this in an hour. Uh, but there was also a drug kingpin involved. Yes. Yeah. He was the most <laughs> normal person. <Yeah. laughs> the most normal person. And he's killed people. He was like, yeah, Scarface is based on me. But, like, honestly, I'm, ju- yeah. I'm just your average Joe. I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. <laughs> Uh, my final thought pretty much lines up with Marcelie's like, there are a bunch of fucking terrible ass people out there. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, we need to do, we need to do better as, as a species uh, <laughs> in general, uh, and stop fucking up the lives of everybody, uh, including all of the, all of the animals. Uh, it's so ridiculous. Uh, like I said, do whatever you can to, uh, to pitch in, to, uh, donate to these different organizations that, uh, Stop it. Uh, and do what you can to write to your Congress folks uh, to get some, tighten up these laws that just make this shit illegal. Um, yeah, what else are you doing right now? Yeah, right? You've got time. Letter writing campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is uh, that is it for this. Uh, you can email hello at watercooler.com with any, any thoughts. You can go to watercooler.com for the various uh, podcasts that we do. We're going to be doing more of these live. Uh, as well as uh, the other with the podcast that we already do, uh, including Killing Eve, which starts next week. Uh, Tia is in there. Uh, so there's that. Uh, we do a Canned Peaches, a Deadwood podcast, which uh, Rob has popped in on, and Corinne 
going to have to get you in there yeah. uh, by, by the Zooms. Uh, what else do we do? Uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, Better Call Saul, we, we do that. We're going to be doing the finale live as well. Uh, so check out those uh, and the patreon.com slash watercooler, W-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R. Uh, you can follow me on all the things at Mike Marbeck. Uh, what plugs have you got, Rob? Uh, at Trust the Sauces on Instagram. That's my hot sauce company. I make hot sauce. <laughs> uh, check that out. Rin. Um, uh, follow me on Instagram uh, at charity underscore Rin and on TikTok at Coco Coscom. Uh, I do cosplay now. Yeah, it's pretty pretty great too. Uh, it's great in this new world that we live in. Thank you, friends. Um, yeah, whatever. Oh, and also uh, check out characters welcome YouTube. Um, UCB's characters welcome YouTube. I'm in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the uh, class, uh, the valedictorian speech at a slasher awesome. high school. Uh, and there was one other one that I just saw recently too. What the hell was that? Uh, astrology, elegant <laughs> astrology. This yeah. is now Corinne Pod. Uh, Tia, what do you got? Uh, I got nothing going on right now, so I'll just say uh, check out the Poor People's Campaign. It's a lot of justice, good stuff going on in there to make help make people's lives better. But uh, yeah, I'm just chilling until we perform again. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the eavesdropping, killing Eve podcast. Right. I didn't want to. Sure. repeat that again since you mentioned it but yeah check out eve's dropping uh do y'all watch killing eve by the way people up here nope it's a great show no check it out i'll have time to catch up it's so good jody I might as well i just started the sopranos so that's my that's my show oh my god let's do a pot about that yeah i've been watching oh, westworld very good so you're the one <laughs> i watch uh, it okay we got two molly what do you got up I don't have too much going on. You can follow me at Molly Scullion. Um, but yeah, I don't have any shows or anything like that. So I will just promote my favorite show, which is The Good Fight. It's coming back <laughs> this Thursday, <laughs> April 9th. Watch it. You can reach out to me about that. Molly, I'm in the middle of a good wa- of The Good Wife. I just started oh, it. Oh, my God. It's very good. <laughs> it's a very good show. It's a very good I show. Marcely. Um, I do not have any performative things that I can plug really like that, but I guess just you could follow me on social media, uh, at M J E A N I O U S. That's it. And I don't have anything else. Cool. I will uh, put these different plugs into the episode notes of this podcast, or if you go to watercooler.com, they will be there as well. Uh, thank you, Marcely. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Corinne. Thank you, Rob. And thank you all for joining us for our first live Couldn't Be More Smooth podcast uh, for watercooler.com. Uh, bye. Bye, everybody. sound